0: So, let's see if YouTube blocks this video. Okay, so you got people getting thrown out of their homes in Palestine, rockets launched from Hamas and also south of Lebanon, international outrage, censorship by the media as usual, polarization, protest, all during a pandemic, which we're beyond sick of. Welcome to another episode of what the fuck is going on with the world. You know, I feel like the 21st century is the poor child who inherited all the problems of the 20th century, and it's like, our job to correct all the mistakes of those who came before us? Thank you, karma! Okay. This is a tough subject, but hear me out. Kicking people out of their homes is more than political sides. It's just inhumane. The acts happening in Jerusalem, the killing, the destruction in Gaza, is nothing new, and it's nothing short of horrible. And it's just a few examples. The worst part is that that's all approved by the extreme corrupt government of Netanyahu. And those actions are actually a violation of international law. That's actually a violation of the UN Resolution 2334, which concerns the Israeli settlements in Palestinian territories occupied since 1967, including East Jerusalem. It states that Israel's settlement activity is a flagrant violation of international law and has no legal validity. Imagine you just can't go back home. Just Forget politics. You just... that's it. No home. Eviction is the sugar-coated word for ethnic displacement. A colonizer is not your landlord. You don't owe them rent. You don't owe anything to someone occupying your living space. With that said, of course I don't support Hamas and the south of Lebanon launching rockets towards Israel, because that's just as inhumane. We don't need escalation. We don't need bloodshed. We don't need to hate on Jews. Absolutely not. I always think of families and children witnessing these atrocities and traumatic events, because no matter on which side of the border they stand, their are children. Whether they were born on the Israeli side or on the Palestinian side. And their innocence is being ripped from them. And then they're taught to hate, and the cycle continues. We need to push intensely for a peaceful resolution, a fair and decisive one. We need space for voicing our grievances, sharing our pain, feel heard. We need empathy. However, I find this impossible when I witness behavior that is clearly colonial and reminiscent of South Africa's apartheid era. I find that impossible when the IDF's Instagram account posts a before and after image of destroying a civilian building like they're proud. And I find it impossible when the entire U.S. administration funds and supports a state just for its own interests and presence in the Middle East. If we look at the Middle East, I think it's about time we stop those of us who support, as most of us do, Israel in this body, for apologizing for our support for Israel. There's no apology to be made. None. It is the best $3 billion investment we make. Were there not an Israel, the United States of America would have to invent an Israel to protect her interest in the region. Israel? Israel? Israel is the single greatest strength America has in the Middle East. I always say to my friends when they say those things to you, I say imagine our circumstance in the world were there no Israel. How many battleships would there be? How many troops would be stationed? It's just strategy. They need to control. There's resources. This is why despite human rights abuses, Biden would say that Israel has the right to defend itself. Even though its US-funded military power makes you question what self-defense really means. Almost $4 billion a year being funded to Israel's military. Imagine we put that into education or healthcare. How useful that could have been during the pandemic. Bernie Sanders put it well here. Palestinian families in the Jerusalem neighborhood of Sheikh Jarrah have been living under the threat of eviction for many years navigating a legal system designed to facilitate their forced displacement. And over the past weeks, extremist settlers have intensified their efforts to evict them. All that is a reflection of the deepening occupation, namely in West Bank and in East Jerusalem. Meanwhile, the authoritarian, ultra-nationalist government of Netanyahu has been scrambling to stay in power with gazillion elections, managing to polarize his own citizens. It almost feels like... He wants conflict and war, so he can present himself as the hero in whom his people must give all authority. But that's backfiring. Meanwhile, Palestine continues to be ignored, unrecognized, beaten down, silenced. Even the freaking Israeli Human Rights Center recognizes this, B'Tselem, the Israeli Information Center for Human Rights in the Occupied Territories word for word, states that it strives to end Israel's occupation. So you see, it's not hateful to recognize this reality. But still, there's a propaganda machine against it. With Palestine and even the whole Middle East still being made to look like it's a shitty place with evil people. That's the narrative. But we can change this narrative if we demand change. And it is changing. Support for Palestinian rights and protests against Israel's military campaign and occupation are happening around the world. The entire globe. This is the way forward. To pressure governments and make them prioritize this issue. Because they won't do it on their own. They still think they're better at making decisions for the people. But it's never decisions with the people. Well, now the people are fed up with this ongoing human rights crisis. We need a decisive Peaceful resolution. And to achieve this, to get international support, shed light on the matter, it has to be done without hate or violence. That's what I believe. I'm not the authority. I'm just sharing my feelings and opinion. Some will agree, some won't. And that's fine. We can still remain civil. Maybe that's the first step. Peace and human rights are always a priority to me. I always lend my ear to listen. So now whoever's watching this, I'm asking you to listen. And I'm asking the governments to listen. Or we're going to have to speak louder until you do. Lebanese people are familiar with this. Because, you know, the Lebanese government never listens. Maybe that's why we're so loud. (laughs) That said, Palestinian lives matter. Plain and simple. We need to understand this on a human level. Not a political one. Thanks for watching, guys. Feel free to share your thoughts in the comments, and let's keep it civil. Take care. Assalamu alaikum, and shalom.